this Saturday. It's the kickoff to Super Wild Card Weekend. And for the first time, an NFL playoff game will stream exclusively on Peacock. Unbelievable! It all starts at 4.30 Eastern with the Browns and Texans on NBC and Peacock. And then witness history when the Chiefs host the Dolphins at 8 p.m. Eastern only on Peacock. The season comes down to this! Go to PeacockTV.com slash NFL to learn more. Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pails, steel to a boots? Anything short of a championship this year is a failure. Time to look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can I call the John? What are we apologizing for? What did we say? What did we do? <laughs> Hard hats. This is a hard hat game. Ahmed, I wish I wish we could find a way to let the music trail because I'm still rocking. Oh, ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Um, good thing about this. Good thing about this awesome, sexy open that we have, Jimmy. It it gives me time to go get my charger. Did you do it? Did you get it? Yeah. Awesome, sexy open. Couple awesome, sexy guys. Also, also allows me to switch to my HD. Yeah, to my HD webcam instead of the. FaceTime cam that I had on just a split second ago. We don't need you in HD, but... You don't need to see all the... Nice of you to do it, though. Yeah, we don't need to see the uh, the stubble. Up close. The grays going on there. Yeah. Anyways, what a game. Yeah, Nick and I were talking about, uh, you know, 2024. Nick, Nick and I were talking 2024 agendas, and he was like, you know, you could use some of the money, you know, if you needed maybe like, you know, a clothing allowance or a clothing budget. And I was like, okay, Nick. Yeah, look at me. Look, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, man. I, need clo- I, I, I just wear all my clothes from our past sponsors. I have that too, still. Shout yeah. out legends. People, no, pop, 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 pop. They come back oh. or they're dead to us. Real ones, no. Real they ones come back. That's true. They, I'm gonna bleep they, that out on the on the uh, on the uh, YouTube. Show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I mean, you know, really nothing uh, to talk. Uh, 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 Let's uh, just fast uh, forward uh, to the end. Um, yeah. Oh, do we have an uh, do we have an end yet to the show? Like, do we have a a, a walk off yet? Timmy, um, do we it, have it? Damn it, Tim. <laughs> hey. Um, so All anyway, right, Celtics win one. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let du- I'm gonna let Dudley kick, kick it off. Okay? okay, Dudley, best win of the season. Jason heard all the talk, all the comparisons to SGA and Ant. Don't don't forget, don't forget Halliburton. No KP threes weren't falling. Just a hard fought win where your superstars delivered on time. Caps, bold face, multiple exclamation. A lot of points. shamrocks. Clover, 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 shamrock. I yeah, love it. Shamrocks, dude. Get it right. Yeah. They're four yeah. little clovers. I mean, spot the lie, right? I have Dudley, Dudley's preaching as he does. Yeah. And um, I said it off the top. It's a hard hat game. Maybe not from the very beginning, but that fourth quarter when they were down, I'll tell you what, the broadcast may have made a couple people some money. They went to a, they, they, they said something about, like, how it was a good time to bet. Shout out FanDuel. And uh, if you had made a bet, 
late in that fourth quarter, you could have turned a hefty little profit on this one because the Celtics were down five with not a whole lot of time left to play. And Tatum went into superstar mode there. What did I see? 24 of his 43 in the fourth quarter in overtime. 26, 26 I believe. 26, maybe, maybe a couple of free throws. Um, John, Superman you have, mode. John, you didn't have to post that. What? Uh, what? I want to address it. What for happened? the record, the last show was atrocious and brutal. Why, Jimmy? I would. I, I was. Mean, he- I for I one would hearing, disagree. I was hearing great, like Jimmy Jimmy Comedy Hour vibes coming off the show. That's that's the feedback I got. The last show. Wait, that was Pacers. 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 That yeah. was we we started off with the penalty or the foul that wasn't that was, but really wasn't, I guess. And we went from there. Oh, people didn't you know like what it I love people, about there was, there was some Jalen Brown slander that I think people didn't like, but other than that, I think it was. I thought it was a strong show. You know what I love most about shows I miss? Going in the comments, and then not having to see people crap all over me. I like lo- that. Yeah, I do enjoy that. That's nice. Yeah, that is always a. It's always a breath of fresh air to not <laughs> see your name dragged through the commenters' mud. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't usually escape that. Sing it loud, sing it proud, Dudley. Mr. Big Cass in the building. Couple Cass. of uh, couple when of locker room like this, regulars. When they win like when they win like this, this inspires the 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 old timers and the regulars to get in from yeah. the jump rather than drag their ass in late and be like, "What? Look at C- these two. Come having on. Their own, they're having their own yeah. convo with each other in here." You know, Cass and Dudley will host a show, uh, guaranteed. Maybe something um, that would one be of these something. days. They basically would host the last hour of locker room when we used to do that. <laughs> yeah, those <were> the days. <laughs> they really would. Those were the so, days. So, so I do miss that. But I mean, you know, look, man, this is everything everybody wants, right? It's just Tatum, Tatum, man ball, right? You know, yeah. like he just friggin' two breasts plus. Um, they got a nice. Big rebound from Derek White off that missed Tatum free throw that allowed this thing to to continue on. Then White and Holiday with a big defensive stand or steal, little trap there in overtime. Timberwolves helped you out a bit with a couple of bonehead fouls in that overtime. I I mentioned to you guys just the the what was it? McDaniel's fouled out with a stupid foul, and then it was uh, Reed. Followed Tatum out at you know mid court. I don't know what the hell he was doing out there. Um, brought the Celtics to the line on both occasions. So what is this guy talking about? Do you know who is this? Not you. What? Thank God, Jimmy isn't here. I can relax. I'm right here, Luis. I ain't going anywhere. Or is he? <laughs> yeah, be careful what you wish for. You want John Solo for half an hour? No, you do not. <laughs> No, you do not. So, uh, so Jimmy. So I will say at ninety eight ninety five uh, was my first piece of Tatum slander of the night. Um, maybe I a little bit that. after that, because I was annoyed in a close game. He he took an out of control layup and then he stayed back. It wasn't like Minnesota pushed the ball up the court and he jogs back um, and they score with numbers and then the jump ball and I get it. He got he got his arm hooked by Ant. He did Look, get hooked. What the hell was that? But listen, guys, two things can be true. People get fouled and it's not called. But when you take yourself out of the play and the play's going on and then the other team does good, it's doubly bad. So I got so annoyed there. And from, from that point on, he just went bananas. So again, I will take credit for Dummy it. Dummy mode. I'll take credit for it. Um, 
he just went bananas. He took he completely took over the game. You had hero ball plays from Derek White with offensive rebounds, Drew Holiday with great defense, timely shots. We didn't mention Brown because he, I mean, and that was talking Brown. He wasn't, and that's talking Brown. Yeah, he wasn't. Thirty-five like, and eleven for Brown. He was. Tonight. He was awesome, and like he carried it because I don't think Tatum played really that well. well here's uh, the thing: first two and a half, three quarters, and well, Brown was Brown was everything, and Tatum was you, you know not it. getting it, not getting into the hole, you know, not you know, kind of just you know settling for 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 jumpers. Uh, and Brown was like, "Nap, I'll take over. I'll I'll I'll, I'll handle it here," and he did. Um, and uh, without him, they they're not even close in this game. Chug, Look at Sharad puzzling. What's up, fellas? And that's the problem, and that's not the problem, but that's the thing is Tatum will get a lot of the talk tonight, and he'll get the podium, and he'll get all the love. But Jalen Brown was was doing a lot of that for the first three quarters, and sometimes that kind of gets forgotten with Jalen Brown because he gets off to these nice starts, right, and then ends up being Tatum who gets the ball late in the game and hits the shot and gets the opportunity. But it would be remiss not to not to mention Jalen Brown's contributions to this game. Yeah, Sherrod, I muted you a split second. I'll bring you back in. It sounds like there's a little bit of commotion back there, which may clear uh, sooner than later, and we'll get Sherrod's you know, take man, on it. Sherrod, some respect in that room. Pipe down back huh. there. Yeah, it's it's one thing when it's a Grant Williams meet and greet, and that's fine because we can hang out and bring right. Grant on. It's another when it's just people just kind of, you know, like, come on, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying yeah, to work. Throw some respect trying, around. Shrug, give me a thumbs up when you think there's uh, no more, no more yammering going on. All right, I'll bring you in. Okay. Um, anyway, um, have added Sherrod, kind of open season here. We haven't really dove deep into much other than, you know, Tatum losing his mind fourth quarter and overtime and completely taking over the game. And again, this game was, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say lost. This looked bleak where they were at this point. I mean, they were, I'm not going to say, you know, lights out, but it's 109, 102 with two minutes left. It's trailing by seven. Yeah. And then just bang, 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 bang. That was it. Tatum makes a layup. Tatum makes a, you know, a step back three, gets it to within two. Um, and then, you know, that, that key series there where he misses the free throw, but um, Derek White, hero ball, offensive uh, rebound, gets it to Holiday, who drains the three. And honestly, I know we crap on Tatum, not crap on, but I know we don't love the 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 the, the pull up step back with with the time winding down in a tie game when you're looking for the bucket. That was a really clean look. He he spun away from the defense. Mm-hmm. He spun. Um, he was and he really separated well. Rose up. I thought that thing was down. I thought they were winning it in um, in regulation. It was a good shot. Um, and he was you know he just had that kind of. You know, like you like to call it the top five Tatum sort of vibe. He had yeah. a great, great move with the hesitation and he went left with Towns on him. I mean, just just really incredible stuff uh, from him and just the shot making, but also just kind of the will of like, I'm taking this game over. And he took the game over. Well, not, not only that, but he had moments, particularly down a stretch that are going to get overlooked because he was so amazing scoring the ball. But he has some defensive sequences against Anthony Edwards that were huge. I yep. mean, major, major lockdown moments and for a guy who didn't have many. I mean, Anthony Edwards pretty much got what he wanted most of the night. But this wasn't top five Tatum. This was more like top shelf Tatum uh, because he was not top five for most of the game. But there was a point 
late in the fourth quarter where he decided that I'm going to be the best player on this floor come hell or high water. And there's nothing you can do about it. You, whatever you've been doing for three plus quarters, it ain't going to work anymore. I'm going to do, I'm going to be him. And he was, uh, and, and to me, it, it, for the most part, if I had to kind of describe this game, it felt like the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum relay race where, where Jalen Brown ran the first couple of legs and then Tatum took over to close it out. Uh, but at the end of the day, they, they came away with the win and lots of different guys stepped in. It felt, this felt like a game where if we were giving away Tommy points, there was a lot of guys who would have got some Tommy points in this one. Derek White and, and that rebound, uh, you know, Drew Holiday, just who had a rough night hitting that big corner three in the fourth. Uh, lots of players stepped up in this one for sure with, with effort plays, which I thought was good to see. Um, I'm getting breaking news out of the Joe Missoula press conference. Yeah. Joe is, 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 is poking Bobby about his outfit. Oh. Okay. And, and I want to, and I want to be perfectly clear, Joe, if you uh, happen to watch this replay or somebody cuts this and sends it to you. Only we get to make fun of Bobby, okay? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, you don't get to do it, okay? I don't like that. Well, okay? well, maybe this is my maybe what Bobby needs. Because <laughs> what we're what we're saying, what we've said to Bobby is not always. Uh, I don't. Think so you think you think the the, the jabbing from Joe will will, will, will might, penetrate a little differently? I yeah, hope, I think I, he might. I maybe he, maybe it'll last. I hope he doubles down. I hope he gives. I hope Bobby gives him some some something back. That's what I hope for. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, Sherrod. I mean, you know, you talk about my clothes. Well, I need coach, to see this. Maybe, I guess I, I say, well, maybe because you know, maybe I need to get a timeout and get some new wardrobes. You're right. You know, we'll see about that. We'll bring in Joe Sway Pavone as well. Hey, in Joe Sway. Yeah, that would be a terrible really comeback, Sherrod. What, <laughs> Bobby? Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> says the, says the, Joe Sway. The timeout line? Come on, man. Well, what happened? What did he do? What did Bobby do? We don't know, we don't know what he did. What he about just, the timeout? He just was, Joe Sway. He just was. He no, Sherrod saying that he should come back with the, why don't you call time? Some kind of timeout joke there. I said, like, no, that's not it. Bobby, he should come back with something, but I don't think he will. I mean, he's too nice. But, I, again, I don't know the situation. What, what happened? From what, well, I, yeah. from what I'm being told. Clearly, like, clearly Joe is feeling good. If, what if are your sources like telling you? Yeah. Just really? that he, he commented about his suit, which is uh, – that that's not out of the norm for, for Bobby, so I don't, I don't get it. You know what, though? I agree with Sherrod. I think Joe's, Joe's vibing right now. He's feeling good, um, and that's what's happening. He's not – and you know what? He likes Bobby. Um, and you likes, know what? Joe did he something – He likes Bobby. Joe yeah. did something that I thought I wouldn't see anytime soon. He called the timeout with 41 seconds ago. Rather than just letting him run a play, I I, I looked over and, and Bobby was. I looked over at Bobby and said, "Bobby, you know what he did?" And 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 Bobby gave me some Bobby explanation. And then I said, "No, Bobby, he's coaching. That's called coaching. That's called putting your imprint on a game uh, that they absolutely needed you to to do." Coaching. And that was awesome. That was so awesome to see. That was my favorite moment uh, in this game. Joe was a little on the timeout with forty one seconds to play. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. What about the uh, challenge that wasn't to waste the last time out? Didn't like the challenge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> did, did not like the challenge. I don't we'll mind think, it. I didn't think they had a shot at it. I mean, if, if you're if – you're After thinking, last game? But you don't get a timeout after that, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
The thing I keep they coming back to small. every single time there was a challenge or there was anything that was contested, I'm thinking, was there enough body contact for that to be a foul? Or maybe he just grazed him and it's not a foul. If you if you talk, put your hands on somebody, it's pretty much a foul. <laughs> I mean, if I if I that's what, I, that's what we all thought, Sherrod, before uh before last game. Yeah, now it's gonna be no a certain touching. level of yeah. no touching how yeah. you know exactly hard of it was. The one thing I did not like, I did not like the two shots that Al Horford passed up that were wide open down the stretch. I mean wide open. Like the ball swung his way and nobody moved, including Al. That was not good. But you know the NFL season is wrapping up. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 or 24-7 support in Massachusetts, or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. I, this was not fair. I will not do this to anybody again. Can't call breaking news when we're all on Belichick watch like we are right now, okay? Pins and needles, bad form by me. Oh, I, yeah, that's I, true. I agree. By the Breaking way, news and Patriots, yeah. Those if it happens words. during the Garden Report, we're just going to segue into Belichick uh, content. So I hope Absolutely. you guys are okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'll Hold change on, the man. graphics out. Jimmy will swap hats. Jimmy will go get his helmet. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to have it on today, Jimmy. To be honest, the way they the way they battled Bruce that New overtime. Jersey. I'll be yeah. honest. Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, Jimmy. What's the criteria for the uh, for, for the for the for the, the cap to be on? Yeah, what's the rubric to get yeah. the hard hat to come out? You Is that just I, John? Tell whenever? me. Whenever the hard hat only comes out when playoffs. That's and it. Wins. Yeah, that's it. Well, wins obviously, but it only comes out in the playoffs. I thought you used to play- do nationally televised games sometimes. In like the, the big playoffs, following a win. Chris, well, you're thinking of Rondo. You're thinking of Rondo. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. the guy who shows up. The for hard hat comes out when the when the real games begin. Now this is a. 
great. Don't get me wrong. I would have been criticizing these guys up and down if they had lost this one at home. They pulled it off. This is a hard hat type of win. So for that reason, yes, I appreciate everybody saying get the hard hats out. If this was the playoffs, yeah, sure. this would be a this would be an unbelievable hard hat game for sure. Jimmy, let me ask you a question. Do you do you, do you think this could be the last team standing out west, Minnesota? No, no, because of what we saw tonight. Why not? Because of what we saw tonight, you know, like McDaniel's doing a terrific job defending Jason. What? <laughs> oh, I'm reading this damn thing again. Look, no. Mc- he goes, Jimmy. Do you think it would be Minnesota? Josue just goes, nah. Nah. <laughs> Josue's like, hell no. Josue's just like, Jimmy, get in the corner. I got this one. I got this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, I give a lot of credit to the Southern tonight because I, I felt like the Southern was like the type of team where it was like, listen, we've been here for years. Like, we've been on this level for years. Credit to Minnesota because, let's face it, the last time they beat the Celtics, people were like, oh, well, how good is this Minnesota team? You know, they'll fizzle out. And they have it. They stood the ground. They're 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 strong. Obviously, uh, defensively, the numbers are all there, and they're not a fluke. However, the Celtics had to send that message in the fourth and overtime saying, listen, you guys just moved in on this level. We live here. We've been here for years, and we remember what happened last time, and you're not going to beat us that way. Okay, yeah, we're, we're getting a little trigger-happy from behind the three-point arc, but guys like Tatum and Brown, when it came down to it, man, they executed. They got to the free-throw line. They attacked. And I thought so, uh, for a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, they started to show those cracks because they, they got too – anxious if you will right daniels the way you've been defending tatum like you, you can't you can't get yourself fouled out of that game and especially the way he did it in that transition foul uh i thought anderson did a terrific job of attacking the rim and, and staying steady doing his best Derek white impression but i just felt like they started to show the cracks you know and i feel like in the best of seven series that's going to show as well i'm not saying this team is a first round knockout but I'd be surprised if they come out of the western conference because in the best of seven series i think they get they they show how vulnerable they are throughout I'm gonna well, they agree, would. they would. I I'm like disagree. Him. Can I say I, something? Let me ask you. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> and here's why. That's how John, you me. Ask me I don't know, man. Answer. I feel like I might, I might have a different. You know, John, like, ask me a question. Jimmy will answer. That's how Jimmy, nobody asked you, dude. I respectfully, Actually. I respectfully <laughs> disagree because I do respect Joe Sway's opinion, even when he is completely wrong. When you look this at the one of those times, though. When you look at the West, there's a couple teams right now that are playing. I mean, Timberwolves on paper are the first in the West. There's no reason to believe that they can't keep it going. When you look at the other teams around them in the West, obviously Denver's the team that is going to be there, you know, towards the end or in the end. It could easily be one versus two in the Western Conference Finals, Timberwolves and, and Nuggets, if the Nuggets do. I mean, they're right there with the Thunder right now. I would I would believe in the Thunder more than I believe. I mean, sorry, I believe in the Timberwolves more than I believe in the Thunder. Because I like what they really? do. Yeah, I do. I mean, and that's not a knock on SGA or anything. I like, obviously, Ann Edwards. They've got, you know, a defensive player of the year guy in Gobert. Um, obviously, um, what's his name got crossed up to high he- to the high heavens tonight. Um, yeah. Yeah, Cat got crossed up pretty badly by – he put he got put in the blender by Tatum. Yeah, Tatum put him in a blender at the very Yeah, he put him in the blender. That was if, awesome. If he can recover from that, then I think that they've you got You pick a up really a guy ball. 35 feet from the basket, there's a lot that can go wrong yeah. between yeah. there and I mean, the J- 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 And, like, yeah. a lot went wrong yeah. for yeah. Cat yeah. there. No, like, like, no like, idea what's going on. I say, how is this going to end? Right. And not well. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? But I, I like the I like Minnesota's roster. I mean, they didn't get anything from McDaniel's tonight. Typically, he's a better player for them, and, and he just didn't have it tonight. Um, Kyle Anderson, and then Nas Reed 
Bonehead, bonehead Nas foul. Is a problem. Bonehead no, foul in overtime from Nas Reed, though, talking about just stupid ideas, fouling Tatum out there at like practically half court. But yeah, he's an awesome player, man. Spread. He's an yeah. awesome yeah. player. And coming off the bench for them, he, it's hard to find somebody that's going to match his intensity coming off the bench. So I like Minnesota. I would not, you know, if, if I'm Celtics, I'm glad that I'm not having to fight against these teams just to get to the um, NBA Finals. You know, the Denver. West is tough. West is freaking tough, man. But I give Minnesota just as good of a chance as anybody else because after that, I mean, the Clippers are famous for – Flop for for you know folding at some point in the playoffs. You know they obviously are very talented, and the Harden trade is working out for them right now. As tough as it is for me to say, they are winning games. I saw that they extended uh, Kawhi today, so things are looking good for the Clippers. But I after that, I just there's nobody. I mean the Suns are having a, just a horrible of uh, go of things right now, and so I think Timberwolves are are listen. They played the hell out out of the Celtics two games this year. They both went overtime. Yeah, I mean, so I gotta, I gotta give them tip of the tip of the cap, tip of the helmet. Really, um, that'd be a tough, that would be a tough NBA Finals uh, matchup for sure. They're a young team. They get up and down. They play hard. Anthony Edwards is a future MVP. I don't know. He's the dude's twenty two, and he's already like a borderline top five player in the league. It's crazy. It's so, fun. So yeah, they're gonna be fine. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, lo- I'm sure they'll be. Thanks fine. for asking, Sharad. I don't think again. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, right. right Who's your team then, Josue? Is it the Nuggets? Yeah, the Nuggets, man. That, I still, I, they're still my favorite. Um, it's, it's, it's funny going coming going into the season. Everyone was talking about Phoenix, man. Phoenix. We don't know what version of Phoenix is going to sh- be around coming April. Make the playoffs, was that man. Jimmy's finals pick? I think. It, I think it probably, was. Probably was. Yeah. And it probably mine was. Mine was, too. Mine, right? mine was Golden mine's State. Too. I think somebody had the Shroud had oh, the no. Lakers. I think I would have never said Golden State. I think Shroud had I the was, Lakers. I, I was trying to be. I, I probably did. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was on the. I think it was on the other your other podcast. <laughs> he said, "I don't remember." With with uh, Gary and Kwani, I thought you, I think you said Lakers. I may have. Yeah. This was very know. close to a Gary um, Joe game today. Um, close, close. Yeah, I'm sure Gary's <laughs> because, low key disappointed. They got. I, I've never seen anything like it. And again, it's not a story of the game, but holy crap, they passed up a bunch of layups in the first half for threes, and then in oh, the second yeah. half they had a couple possessions where they were passing up good threes for worse threes. And yeah. I was like, it was like so driving I, me crazy. Yeah. I was I like, mean, what are you doing? If they oh, lose, if they were, if they, if they lost this game, Joe would have been talking about Gary Sue and not Bobby's. I swear, because he would have been. <laughs> and look, look at the, not only look hey, at the box Joe, score, but look at the, but yeah, yeah. Ask. <laughs> not only look at the box score, but you look at the, uh, you look at the eye test and it was just, it was just awful basketball in my opinion, the way they were doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like you sure I know the person, the way he asked for the mic and everything too, it would have been like, Listen, Joe, <laughs> like this is one of those nights I'm going to bring up the three point shot. Here we go, you know. So, but yeah, look, the Celtics did look, uh, Tatum and Tatum and Brown. I can't say enough about these guys, uh, down the stretch. Uh, Jalen Brown, perfect from the free throw line. I, I believe that's a what career high, I believe was it 12 of 12 or 13 of 13? Something like that. Big ones, too. Big ones in the, down the stretch, too. Dude, huge, I, huge I, free throws. And you think about when he's been in those situations in the past, uh, it hasn't been great sometimes, especially down the stretch. So, I'm, I'm happy he was able to uh, get over that hump. I would like to answer the question that was posed to Jimmy Toscano. Um, I like Minnesota because of their defense, and I think Scal might have mentioned in the broadcast. And, again, you talk about the teams that give you problems, and, again, you know, there's no big – you're missing KP and you're missing Gobert, but um, those teams with the bigs that keeps the Celtics away from getting to the basket, the teams that play physical, the teams that have big physical wings as well. Like McDaniels – look, I – 
say what you will about how Tatum finished the game. A friggin' monster, superstar, MVP effort. McDaniels, I mean, makes life really he hard on him. him. Yeah. He's a tough dude, man. And he picks up that fourth foul, playing pretty good he defense. Was, he got a, yeah. he got a little handsy there for sure, you know, and he's physical and he and he toes the line with it, but he's tough. Um, and I, that's the team that you're going to run into. I think Scal made a Miami comparison of like, this is the kind of team you're fear, but they got a lot, they got a lot of firepower too. Yeah. So it's yeah. a really, um, did I blink out? Oh, yeah, did no. I just do that to you? Cause I just yeah. did it to myself somehow. What my, the, my, my webcam, <laughs> somebody just shorted my webcam. Someone did it to me too. I swear. All right. It's okay, John. We don't need to see you. We, we can just still hear you though. Yeah, I love if it happened to me. I would just keep going. Hey guys, what's happens. going on? Yeah, when it happens to John, he stopped immediately. <laughs> hey guys, guys. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, I'm just kidding. That was me. Um, I I, I think they're I think they're tough. I think they're tough. I think it's a tough team. Okay. I here's the thing: is like you're gonna run into um, the entire West outside of you know. Not the entire West, but the two teams sitting atop the West right now, and the new sexy things that everybody loves: Minnesota and Oklahoma City. They both have those things. They've got rim protectors. They've got good defenders. They're athletic. They're long. Um, you know, uh, they've got you know, super, they've got a superstar or a budding superstar, or whatever you want to call it. They got a lot of the pieces. But you're going to say like they might be a little early for this. You know, they might be a little early to the party. But like these teams will give you fits, man. There's a lot of good teams, and then Denver's Denver. Like Jokic hasn't even like Jokic is still in like week one preseason shape you know and like they're mm -hmm. not even trying right now and you know that when that thing starts to really hum they're a problem too and you have to think that they're still probably the favorites to come out of there there's a lot of good teams out there a lot of good teams and you're but who cares you who cares right. you get there you get there at that point you know exactly. right you don't you don't care who gets there but you love to see them you know kind of have this battle royale type of environment out yeah. west because it really is going to be just a bloodbath to get to the finals coming out of the west because there's so many teams that are so closely aligned with each other in terms of talent and things like that so i just wonder again how they how they execute in those big spots like we saw tonight um and look i, I get oh, it they Go folded Minnesota yeah. totally folded. Right, right. But I should mention, I should have from the top, uh, you know, no Gobert. Obviously, he's a big part of what they do on defense. No Mike Conley, who sort of had a renaissance season. So, you know, they, they weren't in, in, they weren't 100%, far from it, we should say. However, I, I just wonder in those moments, right, because we, we, we've seen Ant-Man. He, he's legit, okay? He's, he's, a, he's a future of this league for sure. Like, we, there's no doubt about it at this point, but – Cat made a big shot as well, right? And he only made a couple of three pointers tonight. And that second one was huge. And uh, there was parts, there were times throughout this game where he was in the paint and he looked very comfortable and he was, you know, getting to the basket. And you wonder if he's capable of, of, of doing that down the stretch in a high pressure game, you know, when, when things matter most. Um, but hey, look, he's he's been showing really good signs that that he's uh He's, he's he's ready to take this game to the next level, but I wonder what that looks like, how that translates in the postseason. But look, I'm not I'm not, sleep over cat. Yeah, I mean, me neither. Neither. also, it's also <laughs> once you get to the finals, you don't care who you play anymore right. because really, right. your only worry about matchups in your conference can you can you get through? Once you're right. there, you're there. So that stuff doesn't matter. And I'm not too into like handicapping the Western conference but there's a lot of talent out there and they're fun to watch and it makes the games a lot of fun like yeah. it was enjoyable you lose to oklahoma city fun game actually what's really interesting is there's a lot of fun teams here the losses have been a ton of fun like mm -hmm. the indiana games inter wildly entertaining the minnesota games have been fun the okc game was a lot of fun so it's just yeah. cool because the celtics are like 
a super team right now, and they have they're taking everybody, they're taking monstrous shots from these teams that are coming at them. And really, even on the games that they're losing, they're hanging in there all the way to the end, and there's a lot to talk about, and they're a lot of fun. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this game. We'll talk about there's another guy whose yeah, name starts with J-A-Y who I think did well, but I can't remember. Uh, we may talk about him too Jayden. a little bit. Jaden. Jaden something. Jaden McDaniels, he sucks. Jaden, is that, is that the guy? The, no, uh, you guys ain't is right. That the, is that the dude, guy? Dude, is that the guy the Patriots win. are going to draft? That's the guy the Patriots are going to draft. Jaden Daniels, right. yeah, you're right. Number three overall. That's him. Quarterback from LSU. Our good friends at HelloFresh, guys. So HelloFresh.com slash CLNS free. You want to use the code CLNS free and get free breakfast for life guys what is hello fresh you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep skip trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit yesterday was sunday let's be honest you sat in the couch and you watched football all day and you didn't go food shopping well that's okay because if you had hello fresh you'd get your food delivered right to your door so you wouldn't have to go waste a sunday at the supermarket and fight through lines and deal with annoying people you wouldn't have to do any of those things Sherrod, right i mean exactly that's, 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 that's my kind of, dog. yeah backs my dog exactly so you want to enjoy your sundays you want the food delivered to your door healthy not the takeout trash that, you know, is it, <laughs> is, is it going to fall in line with your New Year's resolutions and your new diet and everything like that? So HelloFresh comes in. It makes saving time um, your breeziest resolution with quick immediate recipes delivered right to you. You can choose your meals and select your delivery date. They handle the meal planning and shopping. All you have to do is open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes to get to cooking. I know Bobby's had it. And you guys, guys the... Uh, the, the food's legit. It, it's it's better than what you're going to figure out on your own. Like, if you're a bachelor out there and you just don't want to cook, but you want to maybe, like, start that, you know, at some point, guys, we do have to go up a little bit. We still have to start cooking things, and I think HelloFresh is a good Enough with the apps. The, those stupid yeah. apps on your phone, you're like $50 to get Oh, my McDonald's. God. You're not even going to say their names <laughs> because they're such a ripoff, and it, it, it's bad. It's getting worse, too. So... Go to HelloFresh.com slash free and use the code free for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash free with code free. Back to the game itself, and we will get into the Bucks a little bit as well. Uh, I'm going to sing some praises for Holiday as well. Um, took a ton of threes, wasn't really making them. Made two or three winning plays. I think Derek White did as well. Um, also was struggling with a shot, but those guys came up monstrously big when you needed it uh, late in that game. Yeah. Uh, Ho- Holiday, as we said, his defense again was amazing. And two of ten I, for it's, three for Holiday. It's another oh, yeah. box score game where you look at it and you'll be like, ugh. But yeah. then you're watching him defend the post, post, post up seven footers, make mm. defensive plays, flying Huge all over steal. the place. Yeah. yeah, big steal late in the game. Um, you know, which I think, you know, really kind of, you know, he likes kinda was holiday the loves the playing against like big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause I remember there, there were a couple, there were a few possessions where, where Carl Anthony was being guarded by him and Carl couldn't get to the spot he wanted to get to. And I'm like, this dude is like seven feet, damn near mm-hmm. 250 to mm-hmm. And Drew is, is just not letting him get to his spot. That's Drew's got tremendously strong core. Uh, 
to be able to do that night in and night out, regardless of who the biggest it seems. You think he's got a six pack? <laughs> I'll I'll let you do the investigative report and, and you get back to it. There? I don't know. How's that? He probably does. He's probably rich. You do realize you don't need a six pack to have a strong core. Right? I do, you but do. I bet you. He's Look at your face. I mean, you do realize. He probably does. He's probably ripped. Let's be honest. I'll let you do the investigative work on that, Jimmy. I'll, and I expect that report. I'll just ask him next time I see him. <laughs> see what we I got. It's Shiraz saying in his best uh, professor, professor voice right there. That's funny. Yeah, right. No, I, I just think um, he does. He's just a good – he's – like, as the game goes on, I feel like Drew just does this great job of just knowing players' <laughs> tendencies. And, of course, Cat has been around long enough that I feel like he already knew, but he gets comfortable as the game progresses. And tonight was no different. Now, I know the, the box score doesn't look – great when you see the uh shots attempted and the percentage and all that but uh, as like i like i told bobby a couple of nights ago when we did the post game show it was like that's gonna work itself out like this team is is so talented that they they can do without that for at least for now and i know it doesn't look pretty at times but that's my line play, in the open by the way when he's making plays like that down the stretch it's like you you Remember, oh, yeah, like he, he does things like this, right? Everyone loved Marcus for that. Well, Drew can do that as well, and he can also disrupt uh, your, your big, the, the, the opposing big when your starting center is out, you know, like we like, like, like tonight. And it's just a, it's such an asset for this Celtics team uh, with, with championship aspirations. And, and regardless of how ugly it looks shooting-wise, I'm, I'm still not discouraged at this point. And I still think that it's – he's due, man. I'm, I'm telling you, a 20-point, 22-point game, something like that is coming soon. I'm, I'm not concerned. Josue, I came in late to the show on Saturday night. These guys were talking. The to, these guys. Is your birthday, John? Yeah. What the I hell? don't know who does that. Yo, just tell us it's your works. birthday. Don't do that. These guys I were talking don't. about trading Drew. I couldn't believe it. John, Bobby. Oh, Josue, you were on it too. Oh, Bobby's no, what? Sh- no surprise. Me? You guys were talking about trading Drew and I. Drew and Me? I Get up. Get the don't make this <laughs> not you, not you, not you, but there was a the conversation. It might have might have been in the chat. I came it's in hot me. on Saturday night. No, you came in hammered on Saturday night. No, I did night. not. <laughs> no, I did not. No, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't. I, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Jimmy. You were on. You were. You were just like on some like yeah, I don't know. You focused. You're ultra little... focused or something. I was coming down from a horrific walk in the sleet in the slush. I was like, I was in hypothermia mode. <laughs> and, I think. and then he sits there and he has to listen to me poke at him, and he's like, "That's it." Yeah, he smoked me out. He smoked me out. <laughs> is what he did. I did. I I wanted to put this one up here because we're a lot of people in the chat were romantically you know reminiscing about locker room oh, and yeah. uh, oh, I right. remember when Perk was up there, there and he told somebody to put a little bit of bass in his voice if he was going to come at him it certainly wasn't Dudley who he said that to but he did say that I did want to throw this comment <laughs> that dude, that throw, dude stopped asking questions for the rest of the night <laughs> I want to throw this comment up there as well I this was a, this was one of the strangest things I thought about this win is I thought they spent the majority of the game with too much iso ball um, and not running their offense. And then the entire late game, they ran their offense, moved the ball. A lot of people touched it and everything looked better. And it's almost always the office with off uh, opposite where you go into shutdown ISO mode late. And that didn't happen this game at all. I mean, to the point of overpassing, you had that time where they passed up like 12 open threes in one possession, but the ball was moving a lot better uh, in that, in that, uh, in the, in the late game, which is very, very, very uh, encouraging, and I agree with this comment here. And unexpected. 
I mean, to, right. to your point, this isn't who they are. And, and not unexpected, not just because of this game, but just in the grand scheme of how they played the last few years. Uh, it was like a, it was definitely a 180 kind of moment uh, for them. But, you know, maybe maybe they are starting to turn that corner. Maybe they're starting to realize that there's a certain way down the stretch we have to play. And when we play that way, it gives us the best chance to be anyone and everyone in the league. Uh because Minnesota, I'm, I'm telling you now, uh, you they played them twice. Both games went to overtime and either could have gone either way. This is the type of team that you need to get comfortable playing against. You need to see uh, another team similar to this before you get into the postseason and start making that run. Because, again, this is this is the kind of prep work that you need to be a champion. They, you need to win games like this. Uh, so um this is a funny one. don't do it jimmy you were about to he's going to go there back to back. no i'm not going to do that i was looking at the he comments. was <laughs> he was he, he's a, no he's i wanted to check that comment out. he can't do it anymore i took it away from him now, now he can't do it oh he's gonna put a comment no, i can do it he can't fax my dog anymore i can fax know- my dog whenever i want to i just don't want to overuse it <laughs> I wasn't gonna fax my dog Sherrod because I was. Intently. You don't tell me when I can fax yeah. my dog. Yeah, this is fax my dog. No, that should be a T-shirt, but with uh with emojis. It should be. Gotta get this Nick is true. Nick, Nick and the real ones would know exactly what it said. They're like, oh, I know. Kess got a scoop on locker room telling uh, when Perk was uh, talking about how players are tuning out Brad. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we broke that on locker room, and then like three months later, Brad got canned. Yabu in the chat. What's going on? Yabu. Oh wow, I have not heard of that. I've not wow. seen that name in a while. The dancing bear. The headphones are connected to your head. That name in a while. Wow. French stream on screen. Oh, that silly thing that he did when he made one out of 17 threes. Missed that. Missed that. God. Yeah, dabbing. I forgot that. Forgot about that. Yeah. That was a thing. I do think this too. I think Judah, this this dovetails into the late game um, uh, ball movement. I, the, I do 100%. think that's among. Um, I, I think among the biggest thing that happened this year is throwing Holiday and Porzingis into the mix, uh, along with giving what is along with White being a pri- like a, a starter and a closer on the team mm-hmm. and just being utilized and not being rotated in and out uh, has upped the overall um, IQ of the team immeasurably. Also Plus a coaching the, staff. A coaching staff and the growth of, um, yeah. you know, and then Tatum and Brown kind of with the buy-in, um, you know, and, and, and the way they've been playing. But again, I just think that the, the adults in the room have, uh, have taken this up a notch. So you are going to have, better late game um situations composure. and execution composure yeah. and that's composure. one of the reasons why i really yeah. like like holiday even if he's not hitting his shots and and same with white white's not hitting his shots right now either he's struggling but those guys play composed they don't make mistakes out there so even if they're not and and honestly late in games they're not really even part of you know for if whether or not you like whether you like it or not it's going to brown tatum and brown we all kind of know that but those guys, Holiday and White, they don't hurt you. They just do the right thing out there, and they play cool, calm, composed. They're in the right spots. Again, we talked about the turnover they created in overtime. Derek White with the offensive rebound off the missed free throw from Jason Tatum. 
Um, Derek White almost saved one late in the game, uh, late in overtime, but he got it thrown off his off his head out of bounds instead. But point being, those guys know where to be. And even if they're not dropping 20, 25 points a game on, you know, super efficient shooting, they're getting other guys involved. They're never taking plays off on the defensive end. And that's really all you can ask for. And I think that's why the execution down the stretch is a lot better because it's not everybody trying to do everything. There's like clear roles. And I know that Drew Holiday even talked about it. Somebody asked about um, sacrifice. Um, after last it was game. Porzingis, Porzingis said about Holiday that he no one has sacrificed more on right. this team. And you know what? You, you know what we've we've I I've said this a ton before. Don't you say it? Let other people say it about yeah, you, whether it's your you, teammates yeah. or your coach or the media. They will say it. All of us acknowledge it. That's why I would always be like, you know, we got on Brown a little bit last year. He's like, oh, you don't know how much I've had to sacrifice this year. We're like, really? Right, you guys, you're a one-in-one-A yeah. superstar. Like, you're not sa- – you you guys are just balling right now. Like, and then remember uh, Brogdon? Brogdon did it too. Bro- and then Brogdon was, played the good citizen but also came out with it. And then you're and like – During oh, the playoffs too. It's like, wait, wait yeah. well, right before so, I think it was. Yeah. So you're obviously thinking about it. But Holiday has taken – a massive dip in terms of production and his usage rate and the shots and mm-hmm. what's expected of him. And we talked about how he has no role in this offense, really. They're not looking for him like they do with Porzingis. White has a green light to do whatever he wants. And Brown and Tatum are Brown and Tatum. And Holiday's just got to kind of pick up the scraps wherever he can. So he totally has um, done that, Jimmy. And yeah, that's what it was. Porzingis yeah, said it for Porzingis him. And then, he, and then he said it too. He's like, yeah, no, it was nice of him to say that, but I don't care. You well, know, he basically said, good. yeah, he said he's he's happy to, to you know, sacrifice on a team that is like the Celtics team, a team that's got championship aspirations. He knows what it takes to win and knows what he has to do in order to contribute to that. So it's just nice to see that that's his attitude. Now, he hit a big three tonight. Am I wrong? Am, am I making that up? No, he hit a big three late in the game. They swung yeah. at him. They, they made the extra pass and the extra pass, and they found him right in the corner, I believe. And so – that to me is like the perfect example of, of Drew Holiday and kind of what you said, John. They didn't draw up that play for him. He was open in the corner on a kind of a, I think that was that the Derek White rebound, I think, off the free throw, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. they swung the ball. It ended up in Drew Holiday's hands and bang. And and so that's what you're going to get from him. You know, he's not going to let the fact that he's not the focal point of the offense or not the guy or the second guy or even the third guy affect him he's just gonna wait play his part play hard on the defensive end again he loves taking on like a bigger matchup a bigger guy than him he likes to use his body likes to use his core sure likes to likes to you know flex that six-pack out there and make sure that everybody knows. Say, don't make that charades thing that's you man no that's charades all about the six-pack so i'm just following up on it but you were the one that brought that into the well, discussion you, you but met, you that's another did Basically, basically. Yeah, I haven't heard someone bring well, up look, six packs since, like, you know, but uh, we're in high school or something. <laughs> hitting those, hitting you those, in the mirror in the morning, trying to flex to see that, like, oh, you might see hitting two. those threes for those guys is key, obviously, because, like, that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. You know, teams mm-hmm. are going to try to do what they've done, they're going to try to force it out of, you know, Brown and Tatum's hands, who admit it, like, both of them, both their three point percentages are coming up, by the way. Um, like a good bit now Tatum's up around 37% and Brown is up over 35 and they'd kind of been languishing in the lower thirties, but like that's where they're going to push the ball. And you've still got on the season, um, you know, 
White's shooting 41. Holiday, I think, is shooting 41, 42. Uh, and uh, Al, still 39 or 40 percent. Right around 40. You know, I know yeah. he shot 45. So, like, that's where the ball's going in the playoffs. So, that's where people are going to try to force the ball. And you need those guys to knock down those shots. So, the shot making is is there and it's it's good enough or it's certainly better than it than it's been with what you had on the court. You have a five on the court last year with Marcus Smart and Rob Williams playing minutes. Like, your, your your options are limited. You obviously don't have that. And then also just doing all of the little, little things, the amount of winning plays that those guys make, even in games yeah. where they're not <clears throat> scoring well or great. We have, I think we have they're waited a lot. Too, man. We have waited long enough. I think the people want this. They need this. Uh, they need to hear about Joe Missoula uh, talking about Bobby Manning. I was going to wait for Bobby, but we'll, we'll probably play it a couple times right. on the show. We'll oh. see if it's actually good. Yeah. Uh, here's Joe. Right. Here, I'm, 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 I'm already feeling cringe. I'm feeling cringy about it. I'm feeling cringy. Yeah. Joe, the ex- I'll be fine. The, the, I'll be fine, guys. It, but that's all right. In in Joe's mind, I think he thinks these things are going to be better than they are, but we'll see. Okay, let's see where this goes. <clears throat> Joe, uh, they held you at thirty nine. We're a tie. Yes. Oh. Well, got a different. I was say. Yeah. <laughs> Seen some of your outfits. I didn't expect a suit and tie. <laughs> we'll see what I wear tomorrow. Yeah, but. We'll um, <laughs> He was um he was impressed. What does that even mean? I think he was impressed. <laughs> What's Bobby? And Bobby's worn ties many times. Like. I think it means he. I think it means he likes Bobby, and he's and he's comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that. it's like he's trying to like make fun of him. But I just think it's just like he just like the uh, the the calling about the town before. But the watch game. it, Joe. It's just I don't random. Like that. Yeah, it's just I'll random. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. And I guess it's just Joe showing when he's really happy the way things are Joe's going. Joe's feeling good. Joe's yeah, he's feeling good. good. This is when he's really happy, I guess. I've, I've seen some of the style from Celtics media, and I can't say Bobby's the worst. Well, Jimmy, what did you think <laughs> about the pregame? What did you think Shirod's, about the pregame? Shirod's the best. Shirod brings it. Bobby, what, about the pre, what about the pregame comment about the town, his favorite scene? Like, what? That was weird. That was a little. That was a little forced. That was a little. Like, with all the respect, coach, like no one cares, man. Like, sorry, was like, that it has nothing was to that, do with anything? Was that a was that a response to the league? Um, it, it was the fu that he was talking about, yeah, like the note deeper there, maybe. That's what I mean. Well, is like, was I don't it, know if that question came right before, but it was. It wasn't. It was an unprompt question. He just said, "Hey guys, you guys never asked me about my Pharisee. So I don't know if that question came uh, right before, directly before he he declared that at the end. Yeah, I you guys see never asked me the now. favorite. You guys never asked me about the favorite scene in my favorite movie. Yeah, because we don't. Movie? Let not, me guess. No Braveheart, Braveheart, right? Braveheart. And you're not. You're not no, the head no, coach no, of the no. Celtics, man. That's like no, no. It's a great movie. It's all right. <laughs> it's a lot of people's favorite movie, probably. <laughs> no, Shawshank is a lot Shawshank of people. Shawshank Redemption. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you. Shawshank is a lot of people's favorite movie. It's not mine. Not mine. Oh, right, two for you. It's not you. Whatever. It's not no. Not even no, top two. Not. Top three. Good story. Oh, not great movie. That's my take. I'll get cooked for it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was random, man. It's like I don't know. It's like if I was up there and they're like, "Oh, like you guys ever asked me about my favorite scene in uh, Goodwill Hunting?" It's when Chucky tells uh, Chuck, like, "No one cares, man." Like, I don't know. like again, if 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 it has if it was related, something was related. Like if. If, There's if, something deeper to if it. Ben Affleck was in town, or you know what I mean, or like something related. It just, I just thought. No, it was... I believe the scene he was talking about was like the handing a note to the 
to you know yeah, the, to, to the investor. No, no, no. I know about saying like, like he handed it over to the NBA thing, about. I, I don't know. Favorite. Maybe it was something there. He's a strange dude. He makes me. He makes me uncomfortable. I gotta see Bobby's guy. tie. What's he wearing? Like a bolo tie or something? No, it's just a normal tie. Just normal tie. Like it's not a bad tie. It's not. You oh, know, we're gonna have. He's Fat Riley. Height of you know GQ tie. It's just a normal tie. I also don't care about the Joe comment beforehand either. I was trying to figure out why he was saying it, but I don't care about either of these things. Right. I do it, want just, Joe to watch weird. it. I weird. want him to tread lightly with Bobby. That's all I want. Okay. Yeah. I want him to take it easy there. That's it. I think he's fine. Okay. The, the way I was getting messages, I thought it was like I thought it was way worse than that. Didn't you guys? You guys thought no. I no, didn't know. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't I didn't think anything. That was I'm glad, I'm glad that Bobby that Bobby's outfits are getting noticed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> First, it was Pat Beverly. Now. I, I think got media no... should take notes. I've seen a lot of uh, questionable. Pat Bev loved his outfit one time. He had a suit media on. Choices. Pat Bev said something about Bobby's suit. That's right. Yeah, remember right. he talked about it on the show. He did. That's right. Last that. season, not this year. Or was it this year? No, I think it was last season. I used to bring it. When I'm there, just know that I'm bringing it. Next time I'm there, Josue, I always tell you. No, you said that last time, and then I wore like my Sunday's best, and you were like, "Whoa, I did. settle down, Josue." But I did down. too. Yeah, we looked like the two best guys in the whole arena. Yeah, that's true. But I felt like you were kind of like, "Whoa, Josue, you took a, you took a little." <laughs> I think you wore a zoot suit. Notch. Actually, I think you wore a zoot suit. That was the I suit suit. Yeah, no tie, but yeah, suit suit. Anyways, what else? Yeah, no, we're not used to robot head coaches. Doc was awesome. He had tremendous personality. It's actually what's what's kept him it what kept him employed from one stop to another. You know, yeah. we've had that, that, that uh, podcast he did with with KG and Paul. Oh man, that's every day they come up with stuff. another awesome clip on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, man, it was really good. Like he really just you could tell he's not coaching right we've now. We've had some way. of the media he's goats. So like Austin. stress free. He, 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 yeah. he, oh, yeah. he was chilling, man. Tito, was Tito was a good good with the media. Uh Joe Joe Cora's great with the media. Freaking Butchie. Yeah, Cassidy was great. We've had a lot of great coaches in Boston. It's just Bill. It's just Bill who's uh sucked all the air out of here. Joe's just Joe's just a yeah. little bit a little different, a little different dude. That's Bill, all man. Um, uh, heading into Milwaukee tomorrow, um, is there enough juice here? Are you worried of uh, a sit fest here on a back-to-back with a travel game? Obviously, there'll be no Al, so you lose your Giannis stopper, but I'm assuming they did the trade-off here with KP, um, and uh, Porzingis will end up playing. Um, but, um, you know, thoughts on uh, tomorrow's game, and then when Bobby comes in, we'll, we'll let him take a, take, a, take a whack at tonight. Should be a good game. Uh, the, the, the benefit that the Celtics have whenever they play the Bucs now is the Bucs don't defend. They are atrocious <laughs> defensively. Uh, bad just doesn't do justice to how bad they are. Uh, and, and so I look for guys like Derek White and Sam Hauser and Tatum and Brown. I look for those guys. That They're have just going to hunt Dame all night, huh? As you should. And the thing yeah. about it, you can, you can literally run your offense and just hunt him without doing anything out of the ordinary. Uh so the Milwaukee, that, that's a big, big problem. They, they, of the teams in that top tier, like top three or four in the respective conferences, I don't think there's a team that needs more of one player to add to the mix to Milwaukee because they don't have anything that can slow any team down like the Celtics in a best of seven series. They don't. Their yeah, best defense is their offense, and, and you, you, that can only get you so far. 
I can't wait to see it, man. Porzingis back. I'm sure we won't see Al, but to, to, to see Drew back in Milwaukee, you know, after everything played out, I think it'll be a really good game. Uh, second night of a back-to-back, but I really like the Celtics' chances, especially with the way they, uh, they they had to fight for this one, this overtime win against the against the Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves uh, are a good team, man. They're a good team. It's going to be a tough one, back-to-back, against a good team on the road. You think Porzingis is going to be back tomorrow, John? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, so. I, no I, I assume to, I assume tonight's was. I assume they did the flip flop tonight, right? Yeah. Like the back to back, and Al does not play, and Porzingis sat tonight, but will that seems to make sense? Unless the knee thing is real, but I feel like it was probably a. I mean, Joe even said prior to the game he's fine, so I I don't think it's a real injury. What's interesting here, and it's early in the year, and it's not like the end. You know, it doesn't matter deeply, but I there's no such thing as a must win 37, 38 games into the season, but it's you're creating some distance right now. They got a four game lead over Milwaukee and five and a half over the Sixers, you know, four games and five games in the loss column here. You knocked the, it's a two game swing. You knocked the bucks back five games here you know, early on and they've lost a couple. I wouldn't say they're reeling, but like, you're kind of starting to puff out your chest a little bit and, you know, you could create a little bit of distance here. And if you're able to do that, that changes how you play things. And all of a sudden resting people and load management and not playing the bigs and not being super concerned about, you know, what was one of the big knocks on Joe last year? Jeez Louise. Like he can't play Tatum and Brown 39 minutes every single freaking night. It's nice to not have to do that here if they can do that. Um, So You know, I kind of want to see it. Plus, also, there's that whole bragging rights thing. I don't care who sits or who doesn't. Like, you just want to beat them, you know? And you want to kind of assert – you want to assert your dominance over, you know, the teams that you think are going to be the ones there and send a message. How many – I mean, they had a couple of these with Milwaukee where they've just – in the last year or two where they've just run them out of the building. And Mm -hmm. Milwaukee has to walk out of those thinking, like, what do we do if we face these guys? I know the personnel has changed a bit here. But those types of wins, I think, stick – uh, with teams when they're like, oh, man, these guys are a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially especially when you when you think about how they put the whole thing together, right? Like, you got Dame in the mix, and it was like, okay, here we go. This is it. And I feel like even though they've, they've uh, they had that slow start, even though they've sort of caught up, they just – they don't strike fear in, in teams like you think they would, you know? Right. Or at least how, they, how people anticipated when you saw the team on paper. Um, you know, they obviously have a good record and they're, they're, they're only two games back in the Celtics not too long ago, but the Celtics have gone on to this winning streak where I feel like, you know, it's like the Bucks. you wonder when they're going to have that big stride or that big run um, if the Celtics are able to c- continue to create this distance at the top of the Eastern Conference. If you look on the in the East, if, if the Celtics beat the Bucks tomorrow, they'll have, like you said, they'll have a five-game lead over the Bucks in second. If you look out West – the difference between the one and seven seed it's is four games, four and a half. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. Wow, it's John you look. It's like John couldn't let he, me finish the stat. No, but I was looking at it earlier when I was looking at the top teams. It's like one game, one game, one game, one game, one yeah. game, one game, one game. Um, so it's pretty good. Uh, Holiday also um was chirping the Bucks a little bit. I know Ahmed is putting that. No, so was Jalen. Jalen was talking yeah. to Edwards a little bit. No, no, no. I'm saying the Bucks. Oh shit, my fault. <laughs> the, the 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 other bucks. I'm thinking of Timberwolves. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Amit is gonna put that one up when he can because we want to hear from it. But um, you know, this will be fun. Little little spice. Little spice. Oh, to yeah, why not? Spice it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had a rough. He had a terrible game the bucks first time they played me, them. Man. Right. I need, I need yeah, something. 
to keep me uh remember the 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 holiday revenge game i think it was like one for 11 or something yeah yeah it was pretty crappy pulling it up one for he was one for eight with five points in that game celtics did they squoke out a win there um with the full lineup but they did uh they uh they were able to beat the milwaukee came roaring back there you remember that uh with a yeah. celtics had a crap fourth quarter they were in control of that one holiday did not have a great game the score was not game was not nearly as close as the score indicated i don't think there if i remember that one right um we will get that holiday up in a bit but yeah i'd like to see holiday have a good one here <clears throat> yeah he's due he's due guys this could be it this could be the game Sounds like Tatum's talking right now, so Bobby will jump on, I guess, after that. I'm not waiting out, Bobby. We're at the hour mark. We're going to listen to Holiday, and then I might talk about my favorite movies, and I think we're going to wrap it. Back to back. Yeah, I'm actually down give for the, Give the people what they want, John. <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate. Joe Mazzula set what's, the tone, right? What's your favorite movie, Jimmy? Is it Braveheart? No. I don't even know if I have one. Probably a comedy. You like so like Step Brothers or something. You like Step Brothers. Yeah, that's I a love Jimmy Step movie. <laughs> that's your favorite movie ever. Favorite. That's a Jimmy movie. Right? That's such a Jimmy movie. You laugh at every scene. It's oh, a I movie. That. Are you kidding me? Step oh, Brothers I'm not is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's terrific. Up it's up there. I mean, Step Brothers is up there. For but comedy. favorite movie, though? I don't know. For me, I, got, I feel like you got to break down his favorite movie than favorite uh, comedies. Uh, you know what, guys? I'm not a huge movie guy. I'll say it. Oh, I am. I know you are. Like I did a podcast with Gary Tangway a couple like a month ago, and he's like the biggest movie guy. He is he's like in movies. John, is this movie overrated? Gary, I haven't seen any of these movies. Big Lebowski. Uh, Lebowski's outstanding. Big Lebowski. But I'm I'm a big Coen Brothers. I could see it. I was I was assuming that that's probably up there for you. That's up there. Oh, everyone's Lebowski's great. But I I think it's really hard to do um, movies without genres, you know, Um, because like some movies are. Some movies are great just because they're freaking awesome. You know, like, you know, just movie experiences and theater like experiences. Like, Interstellar was sick, but, like, how do you compare it to Dumb and Dumber? They're both, like, I like them yeah. both. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I, I like Miller's Crossing a lot, too, in us. I agree. Shout out to Jack bringing up uh, Tommy Boy. That's the underrated. Well, I've never Tommy. even heard of Miller's Crossing. Miller's Crossing is kind of like a little uh, gangster, like a, you know, like a, you know, prohibition era gangster, um, you know, tale um, that the, the, it's a Coen brothers with uh, Gabriel Byrne. Um, It's really, really good. It's a really good, uh, really good movie. You are a really good movie. Yeah. Let me see if we've got Drew and, um, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit there. Holiday. Here's Drew Holiday. I, I don't I haven't heard the comment other than I know he addressed the Bucks. Somebody said uh it was spicy. So uh let's uh, you guys can judge for yourselves. Like spice. Let's check it out. Emotions for you. Oh, uh I don't have any yet. We'll see once we get there. What has it been like for you in the past facing former teams and is there anything any extra juice? Uh no. We're a good team. Uh we've beaten them before. Um I'm very confident that we have a good chance of beating them again. So I think to be able to go back to Milwaukee should be fun. Um, again, a place where uh, I was there for three years and we did great things there. But um, I'm on the better thing. Thank you, Drew. I don't even think. I don't even think about my uh, ex. Amit, that, Amit, that can't be. That can't be the right bite. That wasn't spicy, Amit. That can't be the right bite. The f is wrong with you. Damn it! <laughs> at the very down. end, did, did, at the very end, did he say that? I'm on a better team. Yeah, it's a little. Oh, on a better said? thing. He said on a better things. I thought he said. 
Okay. I mean, he took more shots. I, I actually was at um, shoot around that time before they played them last time. And he did say like the, he had the comments about um, blindsided by the trade and like, it would, Oh, he kind of was like, yeah, you know, it happens, but it would have been nice to get a little heads up. You know, like they're kind of yeah. telling me like, like the here's what we're doing. And then I was gone. Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, um, that happened, but that is that it. Was that uh, it? That's the box, man. They're the bucks. Don't fire me up. No, they don't fire each other up. Oh, yeah. Jimmy hates the Bucks. He said he always call him boring. Well, because Giannis is the most boring superstar in the history of basketball. That, that's your take. That's right. Yeah, that's my take. Because he just scores just like layup, fouled, free throws, layup, mm-hmm. maybe a dunk. But like his offensive game is in the cylinder, basically. He's not one of those guys that's going to cross you up, step back three yeah. in your face. Like That's how I felt about he won a championship and, and, and I do have to give him respect for how he played in the NBA finals and the block that he had and all that stuff. But overall, if you go to a game and you want to see like an unbelievable player, like give me Anthony Davis a hundred times over, over Giannis. I mean, sorry, not Anthony Davis. I hate Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards. Give me Anthony Edwards a hundred times over Giannis. Like I like, I just feel like Giannis is boring. That's my take. And I think the bucks are boring. Now, Lillard makes them a little bit more interesting, and obviously he can go off and he can shoot from, you know, half court and all that stuff. But overall, I just get boring vibes from the Bucs. Like, I'd rather I'd rather see them play at different teams. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we're still, On we're to still better things. I like it. I, I, I don't know that I can wait out Bobby. Where the F is he? This is what you guys yeah, do. He's Louise. He had to talk about superstar. Yeah, we get annoyed with you, friggin' clowns. Like, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. I, I, I want, I want yeah, Tatum I to see me. An yeah, hour, an hour though. I'm usually here by by this point. But. I want Tatum to look mm. me in the eye, and then I want him to like me. No, that is not me at all. I rarely, I rarely wait for Tatum. But I want to smile at his. No, I see your point. I see your point. Uh, and, and when he says something mildly funny that's not really funny, I want to chuckle along with him, and I want him to see me laughing. Yeah. That's neither Bobby or I. <laughs> I know. I just, I, you want to? You want to? I want to answer rhetorical questions. The chat keeps saying we didn't talk about Jalen Brown tonight. We did. We did. Did we? But the problem was Tatum, Tatum lost his mind and the whole game story flipped. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. It's not an anti-Jalen thing. If Jalen had the first three quarters in the fourth quarter in OT, this would have been the Jalen Brown show. It just happened that everything right. that happened in that's the last – in the last six minutes of regulation, two minutes of regulation and overtime that swung the game and became the entirety of the story happened to other people mainly. That's it. It's Gone Baby Gone is an underrated movie. Someone just wrote it. Yeah. So you go ahead. Jalen was really good early. Jalen was the best player for three quarters. Did good things. Hey. It's not like we're overlooking it. We bring it up, and it's it's obviously valuable, especially this first quarter thing. I love it. Yes. We saw a little bit of that in the third quarter as well. And don't look now, but if you look at uh, uh, players leading the league and points in the first quarter, Jalen's he's, he's inching up there, which which is great. People can take that for whatever. What do you have twelve and another twelve or fourteen in the first quarter? Right. Today? Exactly. People could take that for whatever it is worth, but. If you ask us, like that's valuable because th- that used to drive us crazy. Remember when we would say, "Man, when is Jay going to get going?" Or he would check out at times in the second half. You you got the complete opposite in that first quarter. You got the complete opposite right after halftime. 
And then in the overtime in fourth quarter, when, when times when Tatum was – while he was cooking, he found his spots as well, you know, and he hit some big free throws down the stretch. So uh, kudos to Jalen Brown, damn it. <laughs> there we go. All right, we brought him up again. Couple of um, up. couple of big uh, another thirty plus. Couple of big head coach points. News items today: Pete Carroll, Seattle, and then Nick <laughs> Why Jimmy so laid back. Yeah, get Nick over here. Come Saban in, in uh, Alabama. A couple of big names, but not the name everyone's waiting to see one way or the other in New England. What's up, John? I think he's safe. You guys, you guys, uh, you guys feeling better about it or no? So no, my developing opinion is. Yeah. Is that um, Vrabel knows? Vrabel knows he's the New England coach, and probably in his exit interview with the Titans was like, "I'm honestly fine if you move on from me." And I think the Patriots know it's Vrabel, and I think now that they know it's Vrabel, they can plan their exit with Bill. Um, whether it turns into compensation or just simply let's do something flowery and a nice mutual send off, and then we'll go. You could go on your way, and let's make this look. Uh, in the nicest way possible, but we are going to move on. As, and I think now this by the time you think, wow, no, 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 that's just where that's where I've moved because now I think it buys them time because they don't have to rush like, oh shit, there's seven vacancies and everyone's talking to everybody. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you this. You're not going to hear Vrabel interview with anybody mm. in the next couple of days or that he's the top of the list. And all of a sudden it's just going to be like, boop, boop. But, and I'm only saying this is where my mind has gone. I obviously don't know. Come on, Bobby. You got to tell me because I got to change the graphic. Let me see the time. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. Bo- Bobby thinks he runs the show. It's, no, it's freaking. A, it's a long story. Go ahead, John. Finish. If I don't go it's in a right gr- away, it glitches. It's a great tie. Um, uh, and- no, no, no. We're not done the tie topic yet. Finish this your is Patriots. relevant, guys. The tie's not that's relevant. It. That's, yeah, my, Bobby, that's my. Bobby, who Bobby are you wearing? wearing anything. Who He's going to say something. Who are you wearing, Bobby? It's, you're trying, Jimmy, to do the red carpet thing. He's just not listening. Oh, he's listening. I got you now. Uh, Who are you wearing? Just yeah, no. nothing out of the ordinary. I guess it's. Colors. He looks amazing. Look I at know. him. I didn't say he didn't. So the big criticism tonight was that I wasn't Good wearing time. beige as I usually do. Oh, uh, so that must have been it. But keep him uh, guessing. Joe's not a big uh, fan of suits and ties, as you know. He's not. Okay. Oh, that's right. Love, he's gonna that's love right. the media then. He will never do that again in an interview. Bobby, we're an hour two of the show. Um, The entire second hour is dedicated to Jalen Brown. If you have Jalen stuff to talk about, you can talk about it here, but nothing else. Yeah, he was great tonight. I always love when they're able to score in tandem. I think tonight's probably, what, number 26 of those guys scoring 30 together. Uh, So you certainly love the ability for both of them to be able to get going uh, for different stretches. I thought down the uh, final stretch of the fourth, that was the story. Both of them were able to get – Brown, the two drives in transition uh, to get the free throws, and uh, Tatum, the inside-out game, you know, attacking the basket and getting that three-pointer off into overtime. So those two, you know, it's not about directly playing off each other necessarily, which, you know, there wasn't a ton of tonight, but both being able to find their spots within the offense. And with Brown, you see transition, mid-range attacking over those Pacers games, dominating matchups when he gets them. And for Tatum – Big story of the last couple of weeks is finding his shot and uh, being more aggressive going to the rim. That would change the game down the stretch, their ability to get to the rim. I think going into the fourth, they only had 11 shot attempts uh, at the basket. And those are two guys that can get there at will at times. Uh, and they, you know, Joe said not necessarily settled 
uh, earlier in this game, but couldn't get the right spacing, uh, couldn't uh, align their matchups correctly, as he always talks about here. So certainly a better job doing that late. Horford got a lot of credit for the screening. The defense certainly got better late in the game. I thought they were pretty poor defensively early. Brown was a big part of that. He just talked on the podium about taking it personally in the matchup with Edwards and again showing that he can be one of the best defenders in the league. And the numbers bear that out. You know, he might have some highs and lows on that end, but individually, I think Chris Forsberg wrote it this week that that you know he's he's holding opponents around like forty percent. Brown in the field, yeah. So he's yeah, among the uh, best defenders his, in that sense all year. His ISO defending stats are, are 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 really good this year. And again, you mentioned it. We've brought this up about Jalen before. Um, when Tatum has these games where he draws that matchup like he did with McDaniel tonight, and he, and he and he frustrates him a little bit, and it looks like Tatum struggling to find wh- where he wants to go and get to his spots. Brown seems to never have that problem right brown when he has these quarters when you're watching tatum either have a one shot first quarter or just simply you know having to resort to you know really tough contested fadeaways or you know uh, going to the basket and not really getting where he wants to go and kind of shooting off balance uh or you know not foul hunting or not getting the call not saying that happened a ton but you know this was one of those games where it took a little while for tatum to get it going brown never has that problem i feel like he's like between the two of them, Tatum can get nuclear hot. So can so can Brown. But I do feel like Brown is almost matchup proof sometimes. He's the king of the like, first quarter. He, but it's not just that. Like he just when he when they ISO when they seek those matchups, I feel like Brown almost can't be stopped. Like he seems to get downhill on whoever he wants, whenever he wants. And then when he's got the mid range working as well, um, that's what kind of like takes him to that different level because he's the classic case of like breaking the NBA over the past couple of years of like being an elite shooter at the shot that nobody thinks you're supposed to take. Yeah. And that could be the difference, right? That mid range shot. It, it's there. When it goes. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's had success over the last two years shooting that and Tatum. You know, I don't have the numbers right in front of me for him, but throughout his career, despite that looking like his shot, despite him leaning on that at times, isn't a great look for him. I mean, even I think his one miss down the stretch, among many makes was that leaner try over, I think, McDaniels. And he tried to go to that a bunch uh, against McDaniels. It's not his best shot, certainly. It's it's not the one you'd choose if you had to go to any of them for him. So uh, that could be the difference between them. I think, obviously, the matchups dictate that Brown's in a better position to score a lot of the times, closer to the basket, uh, probably the second-best defender or mismatch further down the line, whereas Tatum's going to get that extra attention. And, you know, Minnesota trapped them at times. That turnover before half uh, was rough when they sent the help, and then Tatum just kind of tossed it to Towns. Uh, but that was only his turnover of the night. So those two were outstanding. You needed both of them in this game. Everybody else was pretty shaky across the board. For the second straight game, uh, they were both able to deliver exactly what the offense needed uh, to get into a close and late situation. And I thought it was almost going to be the same kind of ending that the Pacers game was a successful challenge late up two, but they lose that challenge. Edwards hits the free throws. I like the shot Tatum took at the end of regulation to go back to that mid range talk. I thought he set him up pretty well there, set himself up pretty well there without a timeout. Um, so then you take care of business in overtime, which probably should have been able to do a couple nights ago, but you got the opportunity tonight against what definitely looks like 
a top 30 team in the league in Minnesota. I mean, the way they're able to match up across the board defensively with, with the Celtics and frustrate them at times, keep them away from the basket, uh, play physically, that's impressive stuff. And it's even more impressive that the Celtics were able to follow up McDaniels, follow up Towns, and I go at them and exploit all their different defensive uh, skill players there. So this was super impressive tonight. This was probably the most impressive win I've seen from them under Missoula. I mean, they were just methodical late down really? nine minutes ago. And then to blow away in overtime, they did it all, right? They defended, they came back, they executed offensively in the half court and the full court. It was just all impressive stuff here. And it was another, we kept saying to John, like losses that you think are, you know, wins that you think would be losses last year or, just games that you don't feel like are going to go their way or there's reasons to yeah. think that they might struggle going into it. They just keep prevailing in those spots. And it's hard one of the things we mentioned, Bobby, what, one yeah. of the things we mentioned, Bobby, we were complaining in the first half about you, you and I on our text thread about how they were ISO heavy. And then, yeah. and then they went, they, they, they played their best. They, they moved the ball best late in the game um and, and the holiday and they, three especially yeah but i mean they, then they got great great ball movement late in those games in addition to you know just tatum going off and cooking and you know and and, and getting his matchup but like they they kind of they did everything right offensively when they spent so much of the game like just not able to get into any sort of offensive flow uh you know assist numbers were down they were getting no points in the paint at all i think it was i think it was 15 assists and 20 points in the paint through three quarters you know they average up in the 40s for that uh, you know 44 45 46 somewhere around that range so they weren't getting easy buckets they weren't getting where they wanted to go they weren't moving the ball they were just kind of just jacking the first open three and that was the whole that that felt like the whole game uh and then they 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 got better you know looks and they move the ball better late in the game which you normally see the complete opposite and you know who's at the center of that every time i feel like if you go back and watch the film of this one all of those longer passing sequences had horford in it and he was so good again in this one in the spot start and listen you're not better out there with horford offensively than porzingis but the ball probably moves better just because of how smart totally Horford is making that next read. and right now he's still shooting 40 percent clip from three and porzingis uh, you know, the 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 percentage is a bit lower for him. He's obviously a threat to take it on those pick and pops. But just in terms of swinging the ball to somebody for that open corner three, if Al's going to knock that down at a 40% clip, it's a really important part of the offense when they're moving the ball like that. Yeah, and he had the assist to Holiday on the extra swing on that uh, go-ahead shot late in the fourth. Uh, he yeah. Four assists, plus seven, a game high. Uh, the screening, Joe Missoula said, free Tatum late for those drives to the basket he's he's just so impactful I, I mean he's he's like the sixth man of this team effectively right the glue guy the guy who's going to step in if someone's hurt every time uh, they're still successful in those double big alignments when a uh, wings out and then tonight with Porzingis out he gets him a win playing at center so uh, he's he's just as important as any of the five guys in the starting lineup out there uh, it's it's impressive to see all of the areas he's able to impact at this age and defensively too, uh, making an impact around the rim. I didn't love the way they played defense for a lot of this game, but then you just saw the intensity ramp up to a new level late. I mean, guys were guarding like the season was on the line. Uh, Brown, Tatum, Holiday with that steal. They got Tatum out for the big three in overtime. 
I mean, the ball pressure was just enormous. It was a it was a sheer will win. Yeah, like they just they went they to a point where it looked like the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it looked like the game was lost, and then they just. Yeah. Won it, um, yeah. Amit. What am I? What am I tossing to here? We got that memory this year. I'm telling is this, you. Man. Is this more spicy sound? They thought back. <laughs> I don't think it'll get any spicier than than that Drew man. I don't know. Little, little jealous. Whoa! I'm told this one is. Spicy. It's not going to be spicy. It's not going to be spicy. Get ready. You know, I feel like I can be one of the better defenders on the planet, and I just got to keep improving. You know, I've improved uh, off ball. My on ball defense has improved. You know. Um, start making some more plays at the rim, et cetera, contesting some shots. But, you know, that's something that, you know, going forward, um, I think that, you know, Smart being gone, et cetera, Rob being gone, I wanted to make sure to start the year that our defense didn't wane. Um, so I tried to lead by example, you know, all season. And tonight was just a night where, we you know, we playing against, you know, a young superstar in Anthony Edwards where, you know, he's going to be aggressive, he's young. Um, he seeks matchups like this. You know, he wants to play against big names and big teams because it's an opportunity for him to to showcase his greatness. And, you know, my whole thing was not tonight. You know, you know can't let him, you know, do what he's been doing to everybody else, to us, especially after the first matchup. I think he got the best of us in that first matchup. And tonight, you know, we wasn't having it. So any chances that, you know, we could have got to turn him over, um, take Elevar's shots. He made some tough ones still, um, but I thought we did a good job on him as a team. But you know, I definitely took the was the snake on the head on that. That's right. You put him not in that tonight. Place. Not tonight. Not tonight. They're new. Y'all live that, in. All right. That is actually what I liked about Jalen. I mean, we talk about how he started the game offensively, but how about how he ended the game defensively? I mean, mm-hmm. he took on the task. We've said we want Jalen Brown to to say, I got him tonight. And that's what he did with Anthony Edwards. I mean, uh, Edwards ended up with what, whatever, how many points, 27, but 27. T- took him a hell of a lot of shots to get that. They were physical with him. And maybe they got away with a couple of fouls there in the end. But point being, Jalen Brown took on the task. And I've said this on past shows. I want guys to be – I want I'm, – where's the pride in, in playing defense? That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see is what Jalen Brown – going to win it for this team, Jimmy. They're too inconsistent offensively to win it on offense or shooting or any right. of those things. But they have the best defensive personnel in the NBA. I said it going into the year after the additions they made. They had the ability to get back to being number one in defense. And, listen, I don't want to hear about how they were number two last year. We watched. They were not a good team on that end for – key stretches of the season particularly the playoffs when they were inconsistent in the playoffs they finished 11th out of 16 teams so they were not a good defensive team last year uh, overall this year i see it like they're winning with those key defensive stretches the intensity on that end the schemes i feel like they're scheming so much more on that end than they were a year ago when they just threw the drop out there and just let it roll Ramping up the ball pressure late to force turnovers tonight. The rebounding. Brown with 11 rebounds here. Uh, that's big. You know, they keep teams off the offensive glass in the important moments, too. And uh, There's just a lot that they can go to on that end. Certainly the press and the zone and all the different stuff we've seen. And then the individual efforts are what's going to drive them. I thought that's what killed them last year. You had a lot of bad individual efforts defensively from, you know, guys like Brogdon and Smart was an amazing on that end last year in isolation and Grant wasn't always, you know, playing at the level he could on that end. You're seeing Brown reset all at defense level. Tatum, which is monstrous defensive stats this year. Porzingis, 
defending in ways that have, has really surprised this team. And you know what Horford and White and Holiday are capable of. So, listen, there's super impressive offensive personnel here, and they can be dynamic on that end. But they go cold. You know, they were shooting 39% midway through this game. So it was going to have to be the defense and the stops late setting up those uh, breakout scores and the shots and everything else. And that's what happened. I mean, this was a what's defensive your, win. What's your favorite movie, Bobby? I'm not yeah. a big movie guy. Oh, Boom, geez. you too. You and me Jimmy. And Bobby. Bobby, me, yeah, me and Bobby, we do, we do things. You guys just watch We just cartoons, have activities, man. We do, yeah. My favorite movie is it going to be the Celtics 2023-24 NBA Championship DVD. Are you That's there, Jimmy? Movie. Are you starting to believe this is the year? Uh, I mean, yeah, I've been saying, I've been feeling that way for a while now. I mean, Bobby, they, they, we're the all, all four of us picked them to win it, except for and you didn't. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm still not there what? yet. I gotta, I gotta see. <laughs> what do you? What? What do you need? Well, ask yourself. We already <laughs> it's answered this season, before the Jimmy. season. Yeah, but that's the whole. Part, that's the whole point of a prediction, Bobby. You, you gotta like predict. Bobby, we're, hard to not... we're, we're at that. We're basically halfway through the season. You gotta it's hard to make an educated guess. And I based think on based on what we've seen, we have to all obviously be feeling good about. Their it's teams. hard to not like them right now. At least to go to the finals, but there's gonna be a challenging team there. We still haven't seen them play Denver, Minnesota. They're tough. That's going to be a very These are tough Western, team. Yeah, I mean, the Western the Conference teams. Yeah, I'm not worried about the East, Jimmy. I feel pretty good about them being in the finals. You know, Miami's always Miami. I know if they line Indiana up avoided. Miami, Indiana avoided a major, major issue with Halliburton, luckily. Right, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. That would have been awful if he was down. And I think Indy's, Indy's going to give a team – Indy's going to give teams trouble. And they give a team like the Celtics trouble. So that's yeah, a match. I'd want to – I'd want to avoid that one for sure. The Knicks have challenged him at times. Yeah. Did I tell you that um, my wife was in the was in the garden during a, a portion of that filming for Celtics Pride? I thought you were going to say she was like really she part or she knew as somebody. A, as, a, knew as, somebody a, as a little kid, you know. As oh, a really? Kid, she'd gone with her dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were filming a portion of it. Did they like make the crowd? That's crazy. Like, did they let the crowd? I know, don't know what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that but movie. They, they were doing crowd scenes and Daniel, Daniel Stern and whoever was it? Way I forget who else was in it. Da- Damon Wayne. Oh, Damon Wayne. Like Utah Damon Jazz. Was like the U- was, their Damon rival was the that freaking was Jazz. The Utah yeah, Jazz. Dennis Scott. I mean, no, what was it? Something Scott. Dennis oh, Scott. Scott. Something Scott. It and, wasn't uh, Dennis Scott. I'm thinking of the actual player. No. <laughs> they just went Scott. Manute Manute Bo's banging your mom. That was my line. <laughs> Was that a line? Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. It's not my line. <laughs> I was repeating what I heard halfway through, and he committed. That was hilarious. It, it was so close. Me. Yeah, I'm just. It listening. wasn't me. So why did you commit to this? Celtics Pride's my favorite movie. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It was. <laughs> now that I think. Now that I think about it. We need a 2024 reenactment of Celtic pride like it needs to happen well you gotta have a top five or something no some movies that really a movie that you had to watch more than like five we're not we're not doing this tonight (laughs) ghost way (laughs) let's save that for the pistons game (laughs) yeah true so you're not worried about the bucks tomorrow bobby you going to milwaukee right yeah i'll be uh i'll be jumping off here soon so i can uh get to bed but wow we we had bobby in milwaukee we will, uh, we will give the kids a Sherrod, what's your favorite movie tonight? Sherrod, what's your favorite movie? 300. Wow. Ooh, oh, I like it. 
this is Sparta. No die, no surrender. Shira was screaming in the movie theater. Like, let's go. I love that movie. Let's go. That's a good hype movie. That's a good hype movie. Yeah. My favorite recent movie, Top Gun 2. I'll say that. My favorite recent movie is Top Gun. I got to watch that. People were loving that movie. Dude, that movie is sick. I think it's way better than Top Gun 1, which I don't know if that's a hot take. But I mean, people. I are, Top Gun one. I know it's just like the fact that it was neck and neck. Favorite. You know, if you ask most people, is impressive. Can I give you? It a never hot, Can I give you a hot take? I liked I like Days of Thunder better than the original Top Gun. What? I did. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know Days of Thunder, so yeah, that probably sucked. There's a, there's an internet uh, feel out. It was it was it was it was Tom Cruise was a race car. It was the same movie, but with race cars. Ah, uh, okay. Huh. huh. The more you know. It's fun. But Rob, you got Robert Duvall. You got John C. Riley. You've got, oh my God, it's a, it's a good cast. John C. Riley, he's funny. Michael he's Rooker. Very good. He was a big Star yeah. Wars guy growing up. I love all of those. Yeah. Okay. We John, what's your favorite movie? movie? You're asking everyone. I got it all over the place. It did take me forever, but like, I can't do it. Just can't Just do it. Just give us one. I like uh, I like a lot of the ones that were mentioned. The Godfathers are great. I like Almost Famous. I like Princess Bride. I like uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yo, Memento. good movie. What was it like for you? What was it like uh, for you? Dazed and Confused. But Jim like, it's Carrey is one of his there's underrated movies. Yeah. There's Coen's in there. There's Tarantino's in there. There's a lot. And then there's like goofy comedies too. There's a ton. Um, so I, I got tons and tons. It's so hard. I've seen so many. You, ha- I have to break it into categories, or else I get dizzy. How pumped were you when movies went to color from black and white? That must. Have been <laughs> oh wow! For a second, I was like, "Wait, what?" Damn! It was. It, it was cool. Rosebud. Rosebud. Uh, the uh, no, but I mean, I don't watch them anymore because TV took over like ten years ago, and movies are horrible now. Like I watch like my oh Spider Verse. That's probably my favorite movie of the last five years. Isn't that a cartoon? Yeah, it's awesome though. Yeah, and look, I'm 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 like I would have said the same thing to me normally, but that one is one of the few that I like. I don't really. I'm not huge. Everyone has animated movies. I'm not crazy about, but that one's pretty good. Everybody has said that, so I'll give you that. You know what it is? I, I missed the whole boat on like Marvel and DC. I never got into that. And then every movie for the last two like two decades have just been like superhero movies. Cause they just stopped making like they don't even make comedies anymore. They just do superhero movies. Favorite Star Wars. I don't think people will like this, but I love three. I Favorite Star Wars really I, love three. of the recent ones? No, of all of them. No the ones. Return yeah. of, wait. Which, which three? Return of the Jedi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The third, With the no, Ewoks? The third one of the newer ones. Yeah. No, one of yeah. The- Jeez, Bobby, you sure you saw it? <laughs> You're mixing me up. <laughs> Episode three, the new ones, the last one out of the six. Mulholland Drive is pretty good. Here, we're not talking Star Wars. Mulholland Drive, Stop. Donnie Darko, Stop those are both good flicks, too. Yep. Oh, no, I the loved original um, Star Wars. That's the only one a couple I've years ago. That one was awesome. You know what one of my favorite comedies is all time? Meet the Parents with Ben Stiller. I'm a big Ben Stiller guy. Big Lebowski. That's a pretty good. Movie. That's a pretty good movie. I could watch Meet the Parents. It's on TV randomly. I could just sit there and watch the whole thing. My favorite scene is when the uh, when he burn, when the altar burns down and he goes, "You so put so good. much damn lacquer on that thing." So much damn lacquer on it. <laughs> 
What's that that's the best issue. Like that was the problem. <laughs> no, he's just so happy. He's like so but he's got the cat that's not that's not their actual cat. Right, right. Or anything. Right. And yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty it, it's pretty damn good anyway um but yeah uh we're gonna wrap it bobby's gotta fly to milwaukee sherrod's bedtime uh it's my we bedtime are to- too man we, so am i these freaking these jerks are getting up at like 6 and six thirty now holy crap yes i'm really bummed i missed game hinge i'm not gonna talk about it i, What's I game? nothing I went the first three nights and I missed it. I'll What's talk to you guys later. What's game Nothing. Henge? Bye. Like bye. I'm looking into this. It's for dorks. Yes. Bye. Game Henge. <laughs> Wait, Ahmed's like got an outro for us. I think. No, he doesn't. He said he was gonna work on an outro. Not right now. Damn it, um, Oh, I thought he was like gonna do it like during the during like the sometime later in his life. I think he game Henge. Yeah, like nice. it's a game. Yes. Yes, I will be there for day four of game Henge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.